Hey there, demons. It's us, you girls. Welcome to the Office Goblin Podcast. I'm S. And I'm D. And we are goblins. Two goblins on the internet that have many thoughts, interests, and opinions about stuff and things. <laughs> Today, we are discussing the great debate of all anime watchers at one point or another, subbed or dubbed. Yes, the the debate that has brought tears and bloodshed in some conversations. <laughs> Into the weeb community. <laughs> of do you watch subtitled anime where it is in the original Japanese format? Or do you watch it in dubbed anime, which is an anime that has then been re-recorded in your own native language? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let me start by asking you which camp are you in for more often than not let's say so more often than not i would say that i am in a subtitled camp mm-hmm. and there's two main reasons for that one i swear to god i have auditory processing disorder i do not <laughs> catch what people are saying i even if they are speaking english directly to me mm-hmm. like every other word i'm just thinking Oh, what the fuck did you just say to me? So, (laughs) subtitles are on regardless of what I'm watching 90% of the time because it helps me catch things that I didn't catch and helps me keep along with the story, right? Mm -hmm. Secondly, I think Japanese is a very cool language. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I just think it sounds neat. I wouldn't call it like... The beautiful language like France, like French, France, <laughs> like the France people. <laughs> like, it's not anything like that. I just think that it is a fascinating language to listen to, and mm-hmm. I greatly enjoy listening to it. Mm-hmm. So, if I can have a story being told to me in a language that I already enjoy listening to, and I actually get to follow along, then yeah, subtitled. It makes sense to me. What about yeah. you? Yeah, um, and even to your point that as someone who is learning Japanese, I'm sure it's a great immersive experience for you to also just expose yourself to the language. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of individuals who do speak native Japanese are saying, don't just use anime to learn the language. Like, you still need to go through and learn the (laughs) language. But it does help when you're listening to Japanese songs, Japanese dramas, Japanese, you know, animation. It's mm-hmm. the repetition of the language. You start to catch up on how people say things. Yes. And where the pauses in conversation happen, where the pauses in dialect happen. And so mm-hmm. it's a... I just hit my... Sorry. <laughs> She's so excited. I hit my mic. It's just a really interesting... Um, it's a way to keep you in that mindset. Yeah, most definitely. And to answer your question, I am team dubbed. <laughs> like you, I have subtitles on no matter what I'm watching, my language or not. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes your girl's on focused. <laughs> and I have to be making much more of a concerted effort to focus in to the subtitled one. Mm-hmm. And... I appreciate it. There are certain animes that no matter what language they are in, like Attack on Titan, there's just a whole lot of screaming and breathing. So whether that's <laughs> a la Japanese or in English, I'm like, this is a lot. Yeah. But more often than not, I will watch the dubbed version if that's available. We'll watch the subtitle. 
I'm not going to get mad about it, but mm. if Dub's there, I'm going to do it. So have you, as a dubbed main, <laughs> yes. have you ever gotten dubbed shit on <laughs> because you only listen or you prefer listening in dubbed? I haven't. You know what? The response has been more of like, okay, yeah, I could see that. Okay. So it hasn't been a hostile response. I know it's nice to listen to native voices, the native language. Right. But sometimes my brain is just like, not today. <laughs> so I, th- I know myself as a person. I know where my my weaknesses lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do the dub thing. And sometimes I just also like to have it on in the background while I'm doing stuff. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. How about you? What has the response been to you saying, I prefer the subtitles? I feel that most people, you know, don't mind, or I get a lot of individuals that say, oh, I listen to subtitle too. But there is this undercurrent that individuals who watch in subtitled are better than those who watch in dubbed. And I hate that. Because when I say oh, I prefer subtitled, I almost get snarky responses of, oh, so I shouldn't tell you I watch it in dubbed. And it's like, Oh, like you're a purist or something. Like, I don't give Uh a shit. I'm excited that we both watch Demon Slayer. Like, that's what I'm excited about. Gives no shit in subtitle. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I think another tidbit as to why I prefer subtitled over than dubbed is that there are some things that get translated wrong. Oh, true. I I always forget about that. So, you know, in our last episode when we talked about Ragnarok record, mm-hmm. I've watched both. I've I've watched it in subtitled and then I watched it in dubbed when I watched it with my husband. And they don't translate sometimes the correct mm-hmm. way or it just doesn't sound Right. Like, the actor didn't portray that emotion the way that the Japanese actor did. And Mm -hmm. it was, it's totally different. And it almost makes the story sound different. Yeah, I did hear that American dubbings tend to kind of soften the blow of the story, especially if there's Mm. stronger emotions conveyed. Mm -hmm. Then, yeah, or like swears or particular words like that where that doesn't necessarily appear in the English version. Mm. And also, (laughs) this really (laughs) sticks out in my mind and is such a big thing in my childhood. Onigiri. When in Pokemon, they were like jelly donuts. Yes! Motherfucking jelly donuts. jelly donuts are so good! And it's like, sir... It is not a jelly donut. I was like, that that looks like rice. I've never seen a donut out of rice. (laughs) A triangle one. No, there's also, what was it, Yu-Gi-Oh, I think, is when they change the animation. So in Japanese Yu-Gi-Oh, there are parts where, like, the bad guys are holding guns. Like, they actually have guns. Uh-huh. Pew, pew. And in America, they're doing finger guns. Like, <laughs> stop. Really? I don't know how I missed that. I don't know either. I don't know if they tried to make it to where they were just, like, pointing really dramatically but they took out the guns because it was too violent for children. And I'm like, I the kids mean. are seeing much worse. <laughs> right? you know but what? yeah, no, Brock in Pokemon, when he says these jelly donuts, I, that kills me. I don't know how yeah. I missed that when I was seven or six or whatever, but right over my head. Yeah. At the same time, you're just like, fine, I guess. <laughs> 
because I didn't know it was anime. It was called anime at the time. I didn't know it was originally from Japan, you know? Right. It was just Pokemon. I appreciated those cultural nuances a little bit more. You don't know what you don't know. True. Right. But the Yu-Gi-Oh thing, that's shocking because didn't like Pegasus wake up with a hangover and he said something about white wine spritzers? I think he said something about alcohol and I wonder if that was edited out too in the dub. Oh, that's so unfortunate. I I hope some like wine mom or, you know, some <laughs> wine appreciating staff member kept that line in there. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's kind of one of my sticking points is I I do have animes that I have to watch in the dubbed format uh-huh. that I either watched it first and dubbed and now I can't hear it in any other way. Fair enough. And then I have others that I've watched first and subtitled and so they're in Japanese and I just, the English version doesn't do it justice. So tell me which animes do you prefer dubbed and then which do you prefer subbed? Ooh, I like that question. I like that question a lot. And I think the ones I prefer dubbed are feel goods. Okay. So uh, my my guilty pleasure or in high school host club. <laughs> I watch it dubbed. Um oh, what's the one where it's the main character is this girl who's like absolute sundere. She's super tough in school. She's like the smartest. She's the class president, but then she also works at a maid cafe. Maid sama. Maid sama. I have to watch that one in dubbed. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I love watching that one in dub. Um, and then there was... To- uh, is it Toradora? Is that the other high school love story? <laughs> I watched that with my husband, and he actually loves it. Like, that's one of his favorites now. And it's just this cute little high school romance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched that one in dubbed as well. But then when it comes to... Like I said, Demon Slayer or Record of Ragnarok or Attack on Titan, you know, these really intense scenes. I like to have it in sub. I like to hear the Japanese voices in those ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe it's just because there's more at stake in those stories versus a cutesy love story. Oh, you want it appropriately conveyed, that storyline. Yeah. Uh-huh. What about you? So the most recent one that I watched subbed was Bleach Thousand Year Blood War, the first season, Mm -hmm. partially because they were releasing the subbed episodes first and then dubbed episodes at some later point in time. And I was too impatient and I had to know. (laughs) So I watched that and then ended up watching the dubbed ones because I watched the other original 26, 27 seasons in English. Mm-hmm. so you know just for a sense of continuity and plus it was good so i'm like i don't mind watching it again and it was yeah. good in the sub diversion as well as in the dubbed um there were some moments and i can't remember the exact text that they said but there were english words in there too so i was interested how that was incorporated with the japanese oh, language yeah. so that was fun but there were other ones where i watched a little bit of both and enjoyed it like spy family oh yeah yeah i, I mean just mainly for anya because she's so cute oh anya and is especially adorable. the, the chichi haha 
Yes. Yeah. And hey. <laughs> I mean, she she is just like, I just want to put her in my pocket and carry her around. She's so cute. Little but, Anya just yelling, Chi-Chi! I know! So cute. Yeah, weebs out there. It's just like, <laughs> oh. But, yeah, everything else. I was watching Tokyo Revengers recently. Oh, is that good? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's another uh, uh, protagonist crybaby hero who cries a lot. <laughs> and sometimes I've found myself getting kind of irritated with that. And he's like... I can't do anything. And he's just crying. And I said, yes. Yes, you can. You can (laughs) literally walk over right there and punch that guy in the face if you wanted to. You know? So he has a ways to grow. And he's already making a lot of character growth. But um, so I don't care so much that it's a boy crying. But just the fact that he's like, you know, in anime in general, Mm -hmm. how they're like, I can't do anything about the situation that's happening right before my eyes and nothing's holding me back. Yeah, see, those are kind of the characters I prefer listening to in Japanese because they're, again, it's a different language and so it doesn't come across as whiny to me as the English version is. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm sure other Japanese individuals are like, this person sounds super whiny. It doesn't come across like that to me just because it's not my native language and so I don't Yeah, there's the buffer. Right, that subtle tone differentiation. Whereas, like, I cannot... I don't particularly like Izuku Midoriya's voice in English. Oh, why? It just... It's a little too high-pitched whiny, I guess. <laughs> nothing against the voice actor. The voice actor is phenomenal. I is want that the, just that the to character? Be. I think it's just the character that I don't mm. like how they portray him in the English version in his voice. But again... It's also a preteen boy. Like, I know that's also how they sound. So I don't... <laughs> true, true. Because it's like Bakugo in Japanese is the same as Bakugo in English. Oh, absolutely. It's just anger. Yep. Angry Pomeranian bullshit. But <laughs> Yeah, Lord Explosion Murder Pomeranian Man. killed. <laughs> but yeah, that's... I tend to like little kid voices, though, in the Japanese version. So as you said, mm-hmm. Anya. But I also... Have you... Have you seen buddy daddies what <laughs> so funny daddy buddy daddies <laughs> buddy daddies it's basically spy family but uh-huh. with two men okay and in the very first episode they so they're hitmen and they take this guy out and find out later that he has a daughter like a <gasps> six-year-old no so they end up taking her under their wing and like they're trying to raise her as two grown men in the japanese society and so like they're trying to get her enrolled in preschool and everyone automatically assumes because she calls them her papas that they're a romantic couple even though they're just hitmen buddies (laughs) yeah just dudes killing other dudes (laughs) dudes Dudes killing bros. <laughs> yes, sitting five feet apart because they're not gay. <laughs> but so, and it's just, it's really sweet because, of course, you have, like, the the sundere one, which, again, as we've discussed before, is just the person who doesn't want emotion or doesn't act like they have emotion, but is really yeah. a softy inside. Yeah. And then you have, basically, the golden retriever equivalent of a human being. Yeah. And they're trying to take care of this little six-year-old girl who... 
doesn't have any fear of like guns and does not have any understanding of what they do for a living. Yeah. They're just her papas and she loves them unconditionally and have their relationship then being loved unconditionally by a little girl and how it changes them as people. It's just yeah. the cutest, oh my God, sweetest thing. And I love listening to it in Japanese. Buddy daddies. Yeah, the. There's so many that I need to catch up on um, when my heart isn't being broken. Like Chainsaw Man, I just couldn't get past Ugh. the first episode because I'm like, this is it. This is it for me. Can't do yeah. it emotionally. I need to get caught up on Chainsaw Man too. Yeah, and it looks so good, you know, and I've heard nothing but praise, but I emotionally just can't do it. You Puchita, know what? Give me Puchita or give me death. <laughs> That's the show I was thinking of because Aki, the man... I love his English voice actor. Uh-huh. They did such a good job, in my opinion, picking a good English voice actor for him. Like, I... Chef's kiss. Is it... Describe the voice. What's the quality of the voice? Silky um, smooth stylings? Very, like... Oh, God, I don't even know how to describe it. Because it's, it's a deeper voice, uh-huh. which is nice. But it's not, like corpse husband level deep right (laughs) there's a good balance there yeah yeah but i heard him speak and i just went you're my favorite character now (laughs) you're my buddy daddy now (laughs) (laughs) listen (laughs) so so okay let's get back to this though on you know yeah don't change the subject no just kidding (laughs) Are there any shows that you have watched in Japanese that, like, you prefer it to be then in Japanese? Honestly, no. Okay. Because I'm flexible. Like, Mm -hmm. when the opportunity presents itself for dubbed, I will typically take the dubbed. Mm -hmm. But other times I was very pleasantly surprised. Or it had to be subbed for a particular point in the movie. For instance, I saw this movie recently, Inuo, about okay. um it's how would you describe it? They're they tell stories. They tell the history of Japan, but at the time that they live in, the shogunate is really focused on having history presented a certain way. Okay. To highlight his side, if you will, the winning party, mm-hmm. and erasing everything else, even if it means erasing the truth. Oh. And the two characters, one of whom went blind when cut by a magic dagger. Okay. But becoming a famous musician when taken as an apprentice by blind monks who mm-hmm. would sing and recite the the true histories to appease the spirits who had died, you know, fighting in those battles. And the other, his counterpart, being born to a very famous family who would do that. Mm -hmm. But his father sold this child's soul to a demon, if you will, while he was still in the womb. So he came out looking like a monster, essentially. But as he sings, as he performs and tells the truth, he his body changes into that of a regular human person. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they a lot of the songs, you know, uh, 
even though I watched when they were just speaking, monologuing, it was all in English, but the songs were kept by the original Japanese voice actors, some of whom I think were like famous singers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool. Because it is, you know, feudal Japan and everything like that. Yeah. So very excellent, highly recommended, cried, all, <laughs> all the things. You get a little bit of both, and it was seamless and beautiful in both formats in one movie. See, I think there's uh, another anime that I've watched that was that I watched it in English, and I I really think they did a good job. Mm-hmm. Was Samurai Champloo? Oh, yeah. And they like they really the characters, the English actors really got into those characters, and I think really portrayed them well because they are two totally different people. Like yes, it's like Ida and. I don't know, the glasses guy reminded me of Ida a little bit. (laughs) Like, with his, like, kind of (laughs) sense of, you know, what is right and wrong and things like that. It's kind of like the glasses character stereotype. It it really is. Anyone who hears that, if you watch enough anime, you know. (laughs) You know, you absolutely know. Um, Yeah, I really appreciated them. But I also, I am so glad that anime openings are never changed. Like, instead of being sung in Japanese, I'm glad they don't try and sing them in English. Mm-hmm. Because there are just some openings and, and endings that are so beautiful, and one of them is the Samurai Champloo ending. Mm-hmm. And it's just gorgeous. Like, I have that on my, my radio, like my Spotify playlist. Why is it that the openings are typically very happy-go-lucky? <laughs> Whereas the closing uh, outros are more serious. Um, uh, except, except for Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, see, I haven't seen that one. I just know there's a hot dad involved. (laughs) (laughs) And he's finally coming to life this season in season two. Oh, thank God. Maybe I'll start watching. (laughs) (laughs) But the opening, the opening song is super beautiful, too. And it's Mm -hmm. very, like visually stunning the opening of the anime is okay but the ending then is like this pop hit where they're dancing <laughs> they're just gonna dance to the music yeah i've never seen an ending that was happier than the opening <laughs> all right come through jujutsu kaisen but yeah that is that tends to be i don't know i think that endings can be really funny there's a meme online where it's like the main character has just been stabbed and they're bleeding out and like end cut and it's like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so like, true there is in no the in between <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> ain't that the truth oh man but yeah do you think that the the argument between subbed and dubbed is really as harsh As some people make it out to be. I think it shouldn't be. I have no interest in what is the reason that people prefer one over the other or if they're truly indifferent. I think people should be allowed to enjoy it however they want to enjoy it for whatever reason that Mm. they have to enjoy it in said format. Um, I can understand certainly the fact that this is something from another country and the fullest experience comes in 
keeping it in the format that it was originally b- exported. Mm-hmm. But um, for one reason or another, <laughs> you know, sometimes we can't all adhere to that. But it doesn't mean we don't appreciate the artistry any less, the story any less, and um, even the fact that it was taken time to be dubbed so it could accommodate for those kinds of things. Yeah, I I think so too. I think that there is no form of, you know, anime purity. I think that that's called bullshit. And mm. I'm, I am more worried about whether or not we can get along and talk about the show that we both love mm-hmm. than wondering how you came across it. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say for as accepting as the anime community is... There are those times when it does seem to be like a little bit of this hierarchy mean girlness to it. Oh, absolutely. And I will tell him I will Naruto run and fully <laughs> kick you in the throat if you come at me with that attitude because this is this is a community that needs to stay together, not up to break <laughs> apart for these stupid reasons. Right? Like we get dunked on enough. We don't need to be infighting. <laughs> Yeah, and we talked about this before, especially uh, kind of our stories growing up, how we had to, I know you were a little bit more open about it than me, but like, I was on the very super down low about my love of anime as a kid, because I was like, I know I'm going to be bullied. Yeah, it's just, I did not know that it was anime, like you said, when we Yeah, it was just a cartoon. For me, it was a cartoon. Yeah, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Transformers, the original Transformers, like, Mm -hmm. all of this stuff, they were Japanese animation, and I just watched them every every Saturday morning with my dad and didn't think Mm -hmm. anything of it. Yeah, again, you don't know what you don't know, and the fact that people were hating so hard, and now it's everywhere, and you know the people that would have bullied you as a kid or did bully you as a kid are all about it now. I'm like, I just want to kick you in the drop kick you in the throat that's the only time i would have impart violence in the weeb community (laughs) i don't know if you would do the same you could be like no i'm taking the pacifist route but it's nice to see that it's expanding to audiences but Mm -hmm. at the same time i'm like you did not know in the original format at which it was presented (laughs) you don't know the pains we went through yeah the pain in my eyes (laughs) yeah i i think that sometimes that that almost gatekeeping of subtitle versus dubbed anime yes. mm-hmm. is is so similar to that idea of, well, do you know all their characters? Oh, do you know all the names? Do you oh, know that's fucking their- stupid. Yeah. Like, I'm not here for a pop quiz. I'm here because I saw that you were wearing a My Hero t-shirt. Like, right, right. What's the point here? I, I know. I know. There is no point. That's... Ew the only word in the lecture that's it (laughs) where do you think that comes from though do you think it's because it has become more mainstream into uh parts of society that wouldn't have initially appreciated it do you think it has always been this way what is your thought on it i think assholes exist in every fandom that part Mm mm-hmm I think it doesn't matter if it's an anime fandom, a music fandom, or a sports fandom. You are all fucking fandoms. It's all the same language. You are fanatics about something. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be someone who thinks that it's a competition to know everything. 
isn't but (laughs) i would just totally laugh in their face like if we were talking about hunter hunter and they try to start debating me about different characters i don't know i think i would laugh because it's like you sound really stupid right now i (laughs) if someone came up to me and said they liked my shirt and it had an anime on it yeah and their next question or their next statement was a question grilling me about how much I knew about said show. I oh, would that's probably, questions. <laughs> yeah, I would probably just look at them and say, is this real life? Are you doing this right now? Do you Are hear you okay? yourself? Do you need a minute to calm down and then we can talk about this like civilized adults? Yeah, that that is really aggressive. Um, because it, you are already coming in with such a big assumption right. that I literally know nothing about whatever it is. And I, I really do wonder sometimes if women get the short end of that stick or not. Oh, most likely. Most likely. <laughs> that if I, I have a Bakugo t-shirt, like his skull t-shirt, and I mm-hmm. wear it out all the time because it's one of my favorites. And thankfully I haven't gotten any kind of aggressive conversation because of it mm-hmm. but you know i i know of other people though that have worn t-shirts that have characters on them and they immediately get grilled which again is so weird and i wonder if that's also if it's a more like i don't anticipate being grilled if i was wearing a sailor moon shirt yeah i don't think i would get the same grilling if at all if i contra to if i was wearing maybe a my hero shirt or like a naruto shirt or something like that so maybe it's the toxicity of the fandom versus the fact you're wearing an anime shirt yeah it could be that if there is maybe more of a male audience Mm. i find that maybe girls don't tend to be possessive as much of animes and characters like there's more of just a mutual happiness like oh you can appreciate the same thing that i do how cool i think there's a bit of a different possessiveness okay because whereas maybe men would be more interested in if you are a real fan and know everything about it Uh uh-huh you cannot tell me that women do not get super possessive of specific characters and headcanons yeah, this is also true. Yep. Because that's what I get, or I see a lot online of like, this uh-huh. is what I think this character would be like, and you cannot convince me otherwise. And it's like, all right, but like, it's a headcanon. And until yeah. the author says that that's true, mm-hmm. that then you're you're technically not right. You know, it's fun. It is so fun to like put characters and these ideas and stories that's totally cool i'm all for it Mm -hmm. but then you can't turn around and say you're wrong because it doesn't match my headcanon yeah that that just leans more into the absurd of this is literally an animated cartoon show (laughs) none of this is real anyway so who cares right and i know this is definitely not anime but i know for a period of time with the harry potter fandom there was this group called the Snape Wives. What? And they were like, I know it's crazy. And they were convinced that Snape was this real human. 
and sorry. that he would like tell them things. You know, this is this meets all the criteria for psychosis. <laughs> that meets the criteria of a cult. And a cult too. And yeah, that Snape was this domineering personality. And even if they were married and they had like, let's say, husbands, that they would picture that in lieu of the husband was Snape and stuff like that, which also gets very weird. But, Ugh. you know, that they were the wives of Snape. And then it started turning into gatekeeping for who was a true Snape wife and this and that. It it was bonkers. It was bonkers. <laughs> but this, this was, you know, all women. Th- yeah, that's... They're shows. They're shows first and foremost. And, like, these uh-huh. are characters. You cannot just go off on these weird wild tangents like that i don't i don't get it yeah or pop off like whatever <laughs> at this point <laughs> but isn't that crazy how especially adults like people who are old enough who should know better mm. are should. going this hard <laughs> on what is what within this particular fandom Go hard in the paint. I don't know, man. That's yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This whole, like, gatekeeping thing, it's just bullshit to me. Can you tell me of any other examples of gatekeeping you might have witnessed in the Phantom community or the anime community that we haven't mentioned? So one of them is... Again, it's got to tie back to like this headcanon stuff, right? But, Mm -hmm. you know, I've mentioned this before in the idea that some people are looking for representation where it doesn't exist. And while I absolutely think representation for everyone should exist, Mm -hmm. not everyone is automatically like gay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they kind of ship too hard with that kind of stuff. And it can frustrate me as a person where if two characters are coded as just friends and they're just super close friends and everyone then automatically says that they're in a sexual relationship or in a yeah. romantic relationship or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I'm like, or they could just platonically be friends. And the idea of just yeah. saying they're just friends automatically makes you homophobic and i'm like hold on hold on (laughs) yeah if if you don't automatically agree with me on everything then you are already a homophobe a transphobe whatever it is right instead of discussing this if you're preaching to accept you and your ideas why can't i respectfully disagree right and i i'm sure that a lot of this just comes from like my ace perspective of i don't see sexual and romantic relationships between people Mm -hmm. in general doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if they're two boys or two girls or two men or two women or whoever yeah i just don't see it unless they tell me we're in a relationship my default is you are friends until proven otherwise yeah yeah completely i (laughs) here's my opinion take that shit to fan fiction if you really want it to happen so hard just you know take the matter into your own hands and Bring it to the source. Otherwise, fuck off. <laughs> Kindly. Because it it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to make it such a big thing. Yeah. 
And especially like all of the hate that then gets brought behind it. Oh, it's crazy. It's it's unnecessary. You know, again, we should all just be enjoying these shows together. And the fact that we all enjoy the storyline should then be enough. And if you want to headcanon something that I don't typically agree with, then that's fine. I'm not going to come at you. So you should not come at me then if I don't feel the same way. Because you're an adjusted person and you know that (laughs) different perspectives are important to have. (laughs) Yeah, so that's that's one of the things I've seen. And maybe it's less of gatekeeping. No, I think that would be gatekeeping. No, there, there is some gatekeeping there for sure. Because it's just like... Again, a lot of this, like the My Hero fandom is a fairly toxic fandom in today's standards, right? Is there it really? Previous, yes. There are previous fandoms, like let's <clears throat> say Hitalia was a really toxic fandom. <laughs> Can you get into that? Because I only just watch it. So because I'm also not on social media and things like that, I have no idea what's going on in the fandoms at large. It's mostly the shipping aspect. It's mostly the shipping. And it's, again, 90% of it is non-problematic if you want to ship two people together, whatever. But there are some people that also cross, like, age gaps when they're shipping those characters in the fandom. And I just, I mm -mm, that is not supported. That should not be supported. That's not cool. Even if it's a cartoon, like, we're looking at you, Hisaka simps. (laughs) You know, I've seen some fan art of Aerie paired with some people that shouldn't be, or All Might paired with people that shouldn't be, and it just, it starts to get real fucking weird real quick. Yeah, no. Um, But then, again, you've got fandoms like Hitalia, when Hitalia was really big, was also a very toxic fandom to be a part of because of also the shipping and the characters and who belongs with who and whatever. yeah. And it just makes no sense to me when it stops being fun and it starts being a fight. Who thought that um, sexual pairings would get in the way of just enjoying a freaking show? About teenagers. Can we remember that? (laughs) Yeah, or children. The ones who are either middle school. I know most of the time that's high school, but they're like literally just starting high school. So the fact that... they're doing this like fans are going out of their way to make these pairings it wasn't problematic enough that let's say in card capture soccer there was the fourth grader dating the teacher right right you know let's just make it happen (laughs) even though it's weird and gross no it's it's not pertinent to the story (laughs) it's really not and it should be illegal even in anime land I'm I'm just saying, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen any, maybe not just gatekeeping, but any, like, toxicity or, or fighting that's happened across any kind of animes you've been a part of? I haven't, simply because I'm just, I'm watching this and that's it. And I have no real interaction with other people in the fandom other than, let's say, you in our discussions Mm-hmm. Or my friends who are also not very much on the gatekeeping bandwagon. It's more like, oh, yeah, I just enjoyed this about it. We don't get into like, oh, who would you ship with who? Right. And, yeah. And and things like that. It's it's not 
that big or that deep. It's just the mutual enjoyment of let's watch this together and, you know, enjoy one another's company. Mm-hmm. So I can't say that I've witnessed a lot of the fuckery that's going <laughs> on in the anime community with this type of just uh, so silly behavior. So silly. It is everything from subbed versus dubbed to shipping to any of this nonsense. Like, I I am just someone who enjoys a good story, who enjoys right. a good plotline, who enjoys a good bad guy and a good good guy. And I want to know the backgrounds to each. And that's why I still enjoy my hero so much is because they're, it is really well written. Mm-hmm. That's why I enjoy Chainsaw Man and Demon Slayer and... All of these, because there's a really good story behind it all. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, shipping, it's one thing to argue sub versus dub. That's one argument I can tolerate. Like, fine, whatever. Yeah. Personal preference. But when people get into things like shipping and inappropriate shipping, that's when I start to have an issue with things. Yeah. And the only thing I also have an issue with is, like, Demon Slayer, why'd they have to kill Rengoku off like that, that quickly? Why Why do we fall in love with this man and then you kill him off right away? Why did you make him so lovable? I know, he's the big brother for everyone. He was! He's just like... And that's another thing, I just, I love all of these characters, I just want to squish their cheekies and give them hugs because they goddamn deserve it. And yes. it's like, and then you just murdered him! <laughs> I know, in cold blood, like, I was crying third grade tears. It was a mess. It was so unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't handle it. That's, you know, that's the beef that I have. That's the one (laughs) thing that I would take on the rest of the anime community about if they disagreed with me. Like, oh, no, that was an integral part of the story or whatever and this and that. I'm sure. However, (laughs) in my mind, in my heart, in my soul. (laughs) You know, I was getting real worried at the end of the second season that they were going to let Tengen die. And it's like, listen, motherfucker, if you oh. kill the next one off immediately after in- like introducing them again, I can't take it. No, like if, if every Hashira we meet is to meet just this gruesome end, I don't want it anymore. I don't want this <laughs> anime. I don't, I don't know. And what was it? Um, Kame got killed where they just, it's like one episode after another, someone's Oof. dying. And then in the end, they kill off basically the main character. I'm just like, what the fuck did you just do to me? Yeah, I'm all ruined. that for that son of a bitch. Oh, so mad about that ending. Yep. I, I can't say I blame you. I would be pretty pissed. Yeah. So that's that's the kind of conversations I want to have with people, right? That's the kind of fandom I want to have is is talking about the storyline and talking about who dies and why and how bullshit it was, even though I'm sure, like you said, that was an integral part of the story. Yeah, even though sometimes I'm like, I still don't agree or understand it. (laughs) I will live in constant denial. And that's the hill I I will die on, the Rengoku shouldn't have died hill. Tears. Do you, okay, so do you have any final anime thoughts here about either subbed or dubbed or gatekeeping or the works regarding subbed or dubbed we are stronger together than apart let people enjoy anime how they want to enjoy it however if you are one of those people that does shipping 
and tries to force it down everyone's throat, especially inappropriate age gaps and things like that and relationships, then I will fight you. <laughs> How about you, Dee? I think that there is just too much put on these shows sometimes when it comes to a person's like happiness and identity, like personal yeah, identity. True that. It's a show. It's a show just as it's much as Lost was a show, just as much as The Hundred is a show. Like, it's a show. It's people. And the only people who have any say in how that show goes are the creators. So, and you know, if if the show is not for you, then it's not for you. And stop watching it. I've yeah. stopped watching shows. I didn't like them. So I stopped watching them. Or that, is, that it becomes so central to everything you are. Right. And you literally make life decisions based on this freaking anime. That's problematic. That's problematic. But that's all I got. So with that being said, thank you everyone for listening. If you have enjoyed it thus far, leave a like, a rating, subscribe, bookmark, shout us out into the universe, and send us to your friends. Tell them that we are awesome and worth listening to. We greatly appreciate all that you do for us. And until next week, stay alive, friends. Take care, everyone. Bye.